0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I hope you are doing well. I know that things tend to pick up speed as we head into the holiday season, making it harder to find a moment to just sit still and even have our quiet time. Can I encourage you, though, to keep trying? Satan loves to distract us with good things in order to keep us from the best things. Carving out those moments to spend in God's Word is essential in our walk with Him, even if it is just 10 or 15 minutes a day. For our study today, we are returning to the Daughters of Eve series, and we'll be talking about a woman who was devoted to her gods, yes, plural, and even though she is known as one of the most evil women in scripture, there is still a lesson or two we can learn from her life. I am, of course, talking about Jezebel, wife of King Ahab. Sadly, Ahab chose to take a pagan wife from the neighboring country of Sidon. Not only that, but he built in Samaria an altar and house to Baal where he could worship. What made it worse was that he considered it a light thing to do, as if it was no big deal to blatantly turn his back on God. But To God, it was. Ahab was about to face judgment and meet one of the most memorable characters in the Bible, a prophet by the name of Elijah. But that is not my focus for today. I really want to hone in on one key area in Jezebel's life, and that is her unswerving devotion to the false god Baal. In 1 Kings 18 verses 3 and 4, we read, And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Notice what it says about Jezebel. She, not Ahab, had cut off or destroyed or really massacred the prophets of God. She had removed the competition, so to speak, as if trying to force people to have no other god to worship but hers, or realize the price they will pay if they refuse to worship false gods. Of course, she failed to realize that our god cannot be stopped. His word and his people will endure until the end of time. While her zeal was misplaced, there is something to be said for her devotion to Baal, the great lengths she was willing to go to. Now, I want to clarify that I am not commending her for her actions, but rather asking us to consider something in our own life. Are we willing to remove the competition to cut off or even massacre our own sinful nature in order to wholly serve the Lord? If we were honest, this is exactly what is being asked of us. Jesus said in Luke 9, verse 23, and he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2, verse 24, who his own self bear, meaning Jesus, our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye are healed. Jesus' sacrifice gave us eternal life. But it also granted us the power to be free from the bondage of sin. We, through him, can live victoriously, but it requires that we say no. That we deny our flesh, our sinful nature, to literally kill it off every day. Are we willing? Or have we grown too comfortable in the world, failing to release its comforts in exchange for the heavenly prize? what are we willing to cut off or destroy from our life that is hindering our spiritual growth sin left unchecked has the potential to grow into a formidable monster that will be much harder to remove or destroy this is why our time with god matters as we read his word and sit still he will reveal things that need to be cut off from our life and the things that need to be added so that we can become more and more like Him. This should be the desire of our heart, to shed these earthly temptations that seek to blind our eyes from what really matters. A woman who is devoted to God is willing to destroy anything that will dampen that devotion. Hebrews 12, verse 1, puts it this way, "'Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about "'with so great a cloud of witnesses, "'let us lay aside every weight,' and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I believe when we stay focused on what is to come, that this earth is not our final home. It is merely an opportunity to glorify God and tell others of his great love for them. We will find it easier and essential to cut off everything that weighs us down. May we be women who are willing to cut off the world instead of letting it consume us. One other example of Jezebel's devotion to her false gods is found in 1 Kings 19 verses 1 and 2. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. These verses take place right after the great showdown of the prophets of Baal and Elijah at Mount Carmel. One of the favorite stories, but think about this for a moment. Jezebel has just been informed that the God of Israel has destroyed all of her prophets, all 450 of them to be exact. This news was enough to encourage the hearts of the people and I dare say that if we had been on the fence about which God to serve and witness such an event, We would have been more inclined to believe in the one true God, but not Jezebel. Her devotion, even faith, you could say, was immovable. In fact, she wanted to destroy the one she felt was responsible, Elijah. When we look at our world today... And see how strong the forces of evil are. It can be very discouraging, but let's make the choice to remember who our God is. That he is the one who rained down a consuming fire that ate up not just the offering, but the water and the altar itself. He is the one who parted the Red Sea, crumbled the walls of Jericho, fed the 5,000 and calmed the sea with just a word. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hears our cries and loves us with an everlasting love. This is our God, and we can trust him wholly with our life. Jezebel was a woman who had a misplaced zeal, a steadfast devotion to false gods, which makes you wonder, what could she have done for God if she had given her heart to him instead? Just as Saul, who became Paul, suddenly used his zeal to serve god jezebel could have been remembered as being a wonderful queen instead of the most evil queen ever my desire today is to challenge us to examine our own hearts to ask god what things we need to cut off to remove or destroy so that we can wholly be devoted to him let's be women who spend time in the quiet place Earnestly reading and studying God's Word in order to learn more about Him and the truths He desires to teach us so that we may become more and more like Him.